Hello and welcome to episode 96 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and the reason I stay at home, uh, Adam and Grace. Is that because you stay away from us? Yeah, no, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> well, I kind of heard that lyric this week and I thought, I don't really know what that means if I use it mm. as an intro, but I kind of... I thought you'd have gone for like, I've got two friends. Mm. You make me feel... I've got a friend in them. Like a natural woman. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start again? Yes. I'll say that. I've got two friends that make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> That's good. How are we? Good. Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay, yeah. Bad week, but we're here. We, we are, yeah. We made it to the end of the week. We, we did make we it to the end of the week. Yes. We are here, so yeah, all good. All good. Anything new in anyone's life? Fred has never ended new in my life. <laughs> Always boring. Well, constant, constant. steadfast, mm. solid. Mm. Yeah, definitely solid. <laughs> boring. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been a little bit, oh, I say this every time, but a little bit passing ships mm. in the night. Love yeah. that phrase, though. Mm. We, are, we are too passy. We're too busy. Guys, we're too busy. Right, this is my problem, right? Don't mm. get me started on this. Here we go. Right, 21st right. century. Sure. We live to work. Hate it. Hate it. You've just taken the week off to work. (laughs) (laughs) I just took the week off to work somewhere. Terrible. Like, why are we doing this? Uh, We are slaves to our jobs, guys. It's the worst. Slaves. Kanye was right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm really sure. It's all a conspiracy. I'll do cancel. Tell you what I'd say. I think we should flip the week. Mm. So you have a two-day working week. Absolutely. (laughs) Five-day weekend. Mm. All these companies that are doing four-day working working weeks. Who are they? Who are they? Where are they? Where are they? Are they hiring? And not just sell. <laughs> and not just sell. Give me a joke. I, I'm not that productive. If my boss listens to this, please don't. You know, but I think I could get my week done in two days. You know. Oh. So. I, I think I <laughs> the could. The pressure you know. would make you. You'd be like, oh, I've got no choice. Fair. I've just got to crack on. Got to smash it out. Mm-hmm. Or okay. maybe three. Two is tight, but yeah. Like sometimes you're just so lethargic and you're like, oh god, do this job and you do it. And you're, like, I'll do it slow, tomorrow. But if you just got to like, yeah. mm, I, I see. On, I see. Yeah. Like Friday becomes your pickup day. Like, oh, I'll sort that on Friday. Mm. Yeah. Friday, I'll get to that. Monday's your admin day. Mm. What really gets me is we're the most connected people there's ever been. Right? Mm. But we're just not, you know, like we are, but we're not, mm. you know. Too busy. We're terrible at just. Well, there's like teenagers swanning off in like sunny Mexico because they filmed a video and got seven million pounds. Tell you what, I saw similar to that. Yesterday mm. on TikTok, this fella was like, I'm going to go to Amsterdam today. And he just booked the flight 24 hours in Amsterdam. And I thought, that's doable. That's doable. I might just disappear one weekend and just go, I'm off to Amsterdam. Do you know what? That'd be incredible. Scoot over to Belfast. You know what I mean? I got the train here today, right? Mm. And I saw, like, somewhere it said, oh, go here, go to Chester to go to Wales or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I've got no plans today. Do you know what I mean? I was like, (laughs) how far could I get? You know what I mean? (laughs) I just. I could get to Northwest. I could get to London. No, today. Certainly could get further than that. Yeah, well, I mean, I gotta Don't get. I gotta get. No, I gotta get back. You know what yes. I, mean? I, I still gotta get back. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah. Why not? And then I was like, how much would it cost me to get to London? No, the airport's right there, Matt. Just. The airport is just there. Just it's not there, is it? It's in Speak. It's hard to get to, you know. Yeah. You got the, the bus is longer than gotta the... Get the th- yeah, <laughs> gotta get the 300 <laughs> bus. Yeah, it's absolutely nightmare. man. Uh, absolutely no. I, well, it's not too bad, but it's just, it's a long drive. Mm. That bus is a long... Bus and it goes all around the houses. Yeah. Get a lift. 
colour from there. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a lift. Go on. <laughs> you take me with you if you pay for flight. Yeah, <laughs> fine, fine. But yeah, so I think we should all just. Yeah. I Long think story short, let's quit our jobs. Uh, I think we should just like. <laughs> You know those people, we've got friends who just turned up to the airport once their honeymoon got cancelled and they just like went to the airport and went somewhere, right? That's what Phoebe and Jordan did mm. at one point. Is it? Yeah. Incredible, fair play. And, um, and they just went, they just went, they ended up in Ibiza or something. Mm. Amazing. But we should, we should do that. They had taken their time off for the honeymoon, like. <laughs> well, yeah, they had the time off. <laughs> the it, was, it wasn't COVID time, but. Every time they went to go on honeymoon, it would just get it was there was like a hurricane here. It's oh, crazy, man. crazy. You were gonna go to Cuba? Right? Oh gosh, I was. Oh, God. I, I, that's the holiday that I never was. I was so excited, gonna go to Cuba. I was gonna go on a really long flight. I think we paid for like nicer seats on the plane or like the first class lounge or something. We paid. I paid something extra for it, and it was such a weird holiday. Me, my mum and dad, and our friend Luke. That was, that was it. Just nice. the four of us. Nice. And then we ended up going to Gran Canaria. Oh. Which was also lovely, very windy, but very lovely. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I could have gone to Cuba, which I was looking forward to. Right. Really there. Someone remember that. Could have gone to Cuba. Good <laughs> lyric. It's a good <laughs> lyric. Right could have gone to Cuba. Yeah. Drinking so, rum on the beach. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought it up <laughs> is... So, Adam, you had a birthday. I did have a birthday. <laughs> right. We kind of missed it because we were working, and then we, mm. we went to a film together, yeah. and it was like... Well, when, when you go to the cinema with people, it's great. But it's you not celebrating Adam's birthday. It's not, is it? You know like, I mean? nice to see you. Shut up. Yeah, I, I know. I just <laughs> sat with him. I sat with him for two hours, but I didn't celebrate his birthday. We didn't oh. really... We sat on opposite rows because the place was apparently full. Like, we, uh, there was a lot of us there, wasn't there? So uh, we were, was, like, on two rows. Yeah, the, so there was, like, six... No, there wasn't 16 of us. <laughs> but but they were like, oh, no, the rows are only in eights. What, what uh, do you mean, the rows are only in eights? That's weird. So, it was about 10 of us. It was about 10 of us, so, mm. yeah. Anyway. Party. Oh, oh, if not more. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, but so we didn't really see it. But I found out something. I mean, my group chats were going crazy. And I didn't know what was going on. But as you ended up on national radio. Oh, me, me and my best friend, Greg. We uh, can, can I just say, like, I literally know nothing about this. Really? Like I know, I know. Not, I know nothing I, about this. Did I not? Did I not say? Well, I didn't. I haven't. I haven't really. I was, I was with really you, not. but we just signed a film, we so I got no film. idea. I just know you were on the radio. Just, just like some context. I'd yeah. love context. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in work one day, I think you actually signed a contract with us that says that you can't. I'd show my voice is Elvin Elo property. <laughs> well. It's not mine. Um, so uh, in work, that is um, true. By the way, my <laughs> it's a blood contract. Now. Um, in work. <laughs> <laughs> in work, um, my colleague, uh, Catherine, um, she came in one day and she kind of banned them and was like, guys, on Radio 1 in the morning, 7 o'clock, mm. they do a quiz. It's called Yesterday's Quiz. And basically teams from different companies sign up for it. And it's That's teams sick. of five, I think. Um, and you all take a day each and you answer questions on the day before. Pop culture questions, news mm. questions, stuff like that. And she was like, so I really want to sign us up for it. We'll definitely do it. And we were like, oh, yeah, 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 that'd be great. That'd be great. And then they stopped doing it for a little bit. Oh, anyway, oh so this was ages ago. So this was, this was months, months, like oh, was halfway through last year or something. Wow. Anyway, so then she cut, she, she then like emailed. Well, I then had my day off on the Friday. Mm-hmm. This is before my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I get a text from Ian. My future father-in-law, who also works. Hi, Adam. Sorry, it's your day off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it says? No, no, no. Well, no. Quite. It was. Hi, Adam. I hope you're having a good day. 
I've just learned that you're going to be on the radio. <laughs> you didn't know? I didn't know. <laughs> Catherine had obviously signed us all off and gone in that morning and told yeah, everyone. Yeah. And he was like, so, yeah, you're going to be on next week for yesterday's quiz. You, you know, That's give your phone number, stuff like that. Oh, great. So anyway, so my day was Wednesday. Mm. Let me tell you, the night before, I didn't sleep a wink. Oh, really? I was I was up at 2 o'clock and then I was up. I was so wow. nervous. Nervous. Waiting for Greg James to call. Waiting for... Waiting for nervy belly. Yeah, because it was like, they'll call you at 7 and then you're on at Ooh. quarter past 7. And I was like, what? And I get up at half 7. That's my time I get up. So I was like... But I was, I was just up. I was like, this is horrific. When you have an early morning... Sometimes I don't sleep because I've got an early morning. I'm like, oh, am I going to get up or not? Exactly. And I'm just like worried. And I'm so worried I'm going to miss it. That was like my biggest thing. Like, what if I let everyone down? Because two days have already gone past and the team had already done like two days. Were they doing well? Um, The first, in fact, was I Tuesday? I think I was Tuesday, actually. So, no. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I was Wednesday. (laughs) So, so, no, they... (laughs) So Nina, who's my line manager, went on went first on Monday. Careful what you say about Come on, Nina. She she got six. Out of what? Uh, there's like 15 to 20 questions. It, you get 60 seconds. To really Come on, count. Nina. Meant to be so she manager. got six. Um, but she had really good chat, really good banter. So okay. it's it it fine. Um, Lucy, another colleague, she went second. Uh, she got 10. So I was like, nice. wow, I've got to be 10. Okay. Got to be 10. You've got to be 10. Got to be 10. My 10. Questions. They were pretty, pretty good questions. Um, also, fun fact. Before it, they wanted to know a fun fact. Mm. So my fun fact was, I have a podcast. Hey. Oh, podcast with my brother and my friend. Come on. Great. Uh, did they ask me about it? Did they shite? Oh, they don't care. Didn't what? talk about it. It's one of those, they ask you the question, they're like, great, great. Anyway. Yeah. They didn't, didn't mention it, nothing there. Do the quiz, get a 13, high score. So far, great. Solid. Fantastic. Rest of the week goes by. Macaulay Jordan does it. He gets 13 too. Then Friday happens. The way Friday works is we all come together on a Zoom call. Zoom in with Greg. Greg, So we have a Zoom call um, and Catherine has her go. She does really well. She gets 13 too. And the prize is you get to play your song. Like you Mm -hmm. get a song choice on the radio. Mine was uh, Are You Mine? Art of Monkeys. Mm. Um, do you all five you get to choose or? so only the winners get to choose now because three of us drew we all just, we got to play three songs oh you end up competing against each other yeah, yeah so you're kind of playing against each other mm. and the winner gets but before like at the start of that it was like Greg this was when the music was playing and we went on air on air mm. goes that <laughs> Adam I uh, I heard you've got a podcast we didn't talk about it I was wow. like yeah no we, we didn't he was like what, what's it called what's it <laughs> yeah, about yeah no Greg wow and I was like oh, I was thinking that I was like, he's like, what's it called? What's, what's it about? I was oh, like, wow. well, it's called Elvanilo. And he wrote it down. Right. He's like, how do you spell that? I was like, oh, I, I, I think it's Good Spanish question. for vinyl. Um, but I don't know. We have no Spanish affiliation, so I apologize for, <laughs> for that. We're just appropriators. We're just appropriating. Um, and then he asked me about it on the radio. So I got to shout out Elvanilo, got oh. to say the name. Wow. So if you are a listener from Radio 1, if you've wow. joined us from Radio 1, oh. welcome. Hello, Greg. Hello, Greg. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> That'd be incredible if he was actually listening. Um, I don't think he will. But, oh, you know. Always knew it'd come to this. Yeah. But he was he was lovely. Um and it was it was a fun time. It was really fun. And it was good to see it was great to see how like radio works and stuff. Oh, so really that. we've walked so that Adam could run. That's right. So my broadcasting career starts now, mm. guys. This is my three week mm. notice. We saw the potential. Three week notice. We helped you harness it. Absolutely. I'd be nothing here without you. Mm. Remember that blood contract. Absolutely. <laughs> 
You can, think you can leave in three weeks? I'll be honest. If I had a radio show, I'd probably bring you along, <laughs> just because like I couldn't never do it on my own. So I'd need someone to like bounce off. So good. And it'd be great. I think the three of us would be great. We get cancelled so quick. Yeah, but no, I'd, we'd abide by the broadcasting rules. No nine eleven jokes, essentially. You are so the worst. Nine eleven was the worst. Can case. I just say? I'm well, actually the only thing. I'm in glad this, you finally realised. The only thing in this blood contract is, if there's no 9-11 jokes, I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry, it's a bit dark. Hashtag never forget. Yeah, sorry, it's actually dark. It's not very late. But, you know, comedy is just tragedy plus time. Oh. <laughs> it is. Wow. Get out. That's what it is. Get out. It's been 20-odd years. Just listen to this. It's, about to, it's been about 20-odd years. It's fine. Fantastic. I think it's okay. Why are you saying it? <sighs> Imagine Greg James is listening. Wow, I... It might be a music podcast, but they joke about 9 11. <laughs> There's an awful lot of 9 11. about four hours and they haven't said one thing about music. <laughs> how, how many of those jokes do we tell? <laughs> about 9 to 11. Stop. Rest in peace, everyone who died. <laughs> well, I actually found out how I got a silly, not a silly, but like a fact thing about the podcast. Oh, yeah. And it said. Um, the our podcast. Our podcast. Oh, oh just random company you know what I mean that does oh. stats and stuff oh. but um, it said the number well um, how do you the popularity mm. of our podcast mm-hmm. in the music commentary oh. world okay in the UK so not world uh, okay. Okay. okay so where do you think we place in the UK so say like we're the 10th best blah 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 but oh. it's not 10 but just have a <laughs> just have a have a random guess and we'll see who's closest <sighs> Can, um, I don't think it's high. Can, I'm going to say between. I'm going to give you a range. Mm, okay. It's not what I asked for. No, right? I know, but it's what I'm giving you. Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say two fifty to three fifty, mm. somewhere in that range. I'm going to say proper like oh, wow. six hundred seventy-five. Wow, you guys don't think much of this. Though, who's listening? <laughs> People going to sleep. I'm the half of India. That's all right. That's who's but this is the UK. <laughs> the stats have changed, actually. We're, yeah, kinda, so we're, we're more... No, not got worse. We're more equal. Oh, Ooh. Nice. The UK, US, oh. India. It's kind of... The three, the yeah. three markets. The three, yeah. the, the three most important markets. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were 210th. Oh, come on. Ooh, right, we've got to break that top okay. 200. The 210th mm. most popular Amazing. music podcast get, in the UK. Get that on the Instagram. That's actually really good. <laughs> I put that yeah, but, yeah. How saturated is the market? Oh, very saturated. Horrendously. It's like a yeah, sponge. That's true. A yeah. full sponge. Every bugger thinks they can do a podcast. <laughs> Case well. in point, us three. <laughs> That's put some pep it's in my not, step. That, that's good. That. Our number one fans are gonna have to start announcing themselves. I know, yeah. It's not that bad, but it's not that good. But it's it's a good place. It's a great place. So how many cups, mugs, have we sold? <laughs> yeah, where's yeah. the bit? If those, if two hundred and ten people, if two hundred and ten people could just buy the match, you know. that'd be really handy. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's more than two hundred and ten. You know. Yeah. yeah. To get to that point, unless it's like, oh, you got a follower. Yeah, we'll put you in the top two hundred then. Do you want me to book yes. in a meet and greet? Yeah, that'd be great. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we're 15 minutes in, so we should probably talk about some sort of music. Probably. That's what that's what being 210th gets you. That's right. <laughs> top, top banter. Like 15 that. minutes. Top banter. <clears throat> so, tick, banter, done. And next up, we're going to talk about Carol King, right? Ooh, we are. So, we're to- so, we've talked about this year before. We have. We have. This is 1971. Juan. So, for our Spanish listeners. Uh, so, <laughs> Adam, what are we doing? Um, I'm just going to give you a little lowdown. 
on the life and times of... Why not a high down? Carol, what's it? Why not a high down? It's a high up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. The 411, which nice. I learned, it's just the, the code that you play, you put in, in American phones for information. So like how we call, like, you call 999 for the police. Stop. They call 411 the for information. And that's what, give me the 411, the information. I the, only do, do, do. just learned this week what a cold case, that a cold case is a case yeah. that's gone cold. Yes. Okay. Not, not in temperature. <laughs> just... Well, like they said, like, yeah, because like, imagine like a body. It's gone cold. Sure. Yeah. It's been too much time, like it's dead. Yeah. So the case is dead because no one's yeah. done anything. It's yeah. a cold case. Amazing. Right. <laughs> this is not a shock to any of us. I really wanted to be supportive. You were quite supportive of my form on one fact. <laughs> I was thinking... I'm so A cold case because the body, wow. the body is cold. I know, guys. Carol King. <laughs> <laughs> so... Carol King was born Carol oh I, I should mention oh. pay attention guys oh. because some of this may come up later uh, oh. I tried to predict Whoa. what the stop quiz making was, it. stop making it <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Stop making I tried it. to predict what the quiz was going to be right because uh, you never not, know not to do any research but um, I thought we were going to do kings ki- yeah kings monarchs oh, I thought that's what I, we were going to do I may change the quiz <laughs> <laughs> that's a much better one than mine anyway Carol King Okay. Was born Carol Joan Klein on February 9th. No, I bet birthday quite recently. 1942 in Manhattan, Happy New York. Birthday, Carol. <laughs> in New York City to <laughs> Jewish parents Eugenia, uh, a teacher, and Sydney, a firefighter. Uh, King's parents met in an elevator in 1936 at Brooklyn Cor- Co- Brooklyn College, where her father was a chemistry major and her mother was an English and drama major. Oh. Very fun. Uh, they married in 1937 during the last years of the Great Depression. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, and they lived crazy, in Brooklyn. It is crazy. Like you can't imagine people living during that time. And like, but anyway, they falling did. in love. Falling in love during the Depression. <laughs> That's a 20s thing, now. No time for that. No time. Uh, Carol King's mother had learned how to play the piano as a child, and after buying a piano, would sometimes practice. Um, and when King developed an insatiable curiosity about music from the time she was about three... Insatiable. Insatiable, insatiable. Her mother began teaching her basic piano skills without giving her actual lessons. So a three-year-old, just plinkety-plonkety, you know, that's a C, you play the C, you know, stuff like that. So that's great. So from an early age, nice. prodigy. Know what I mean? Nice. Uh, when King was four, her parents discovered she had perfect pitch. <laughs> the dream. Fantastic. The absolute... Golden egg from the golden goose. We all want it. We can't have it. Apparently 1% of people. Just an absolute dream to have. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Just being like, uh, like I would be, you know how, um, what's his name? Turn me on like a light switch. That fella. What's his name? Did that Marvin Gaye get on? Did that, um, it's been a long time without you, my friend. Him. No, all these songs. You know all these songs, <laughs> V Down to the Fellow. I don't know people. Him, anyway. <laughs> he's really he's really annoying because he's like, oh, that fault was in B oh, major. Is he the guy who taps the glass and he's like, oh, yeah. see. But he's like, oh, that's actually a chord. It's yeah. actually a I would, the worst. I man. would 100% do that. It's not Shawn Mendes, but it's, it's like. It's not Shawn Mendes, but it's like. Someone, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd 100% do that. Jacob Collier is the same. Jacob Collier is better, though, because Jacob Collier is actually. I've changed my mind so much about Jacob Collier. Man's sure. a genius. But this fella, I would, but I would be annoying. I'd be like, oh, that heater's blowing in a in a C equestrian <laughs> B flat. 
A seahorses. Seahorses, sea question. Um, anyway, so she has perfect pitch, um, which enables her to name a note correctly just by hearing it. For anyone who doesn't know what perfect right. pitch is, I know. Um, King's <laughs> you rat. <laughs> you rat. Uh, Carol King's father enjoyed showing off his daughter's skills to visiting friends. She said, uh, my dad's smile was so broad that it encompassed the lower half of his face. I enjoyed making my father happy and getting Joker. the notes right. Did you? Joker? <laughs> but also, what a way with words. What a power. Encompassed half his face. Um, because of this, King's mother uh, began giving her real music lessons when she was four. Uh, fast, for- fast, for- fast forwarding to the 50s. Woo! Rock and roll. Uh, she went to, to James Madison High School and she formed a band called The Cosines and she changed her name from Carol Klein to Carol King and made some demo record, records with her friend, a brilliant musician, Paul Simon. Mm. Oh, I don't know, Paul Simon is your friend? Oh, yeah, my friend. Paul Simon. <laughs> brilliant. The Cosines is a great band name. The too. Cosines. For a 50s great. band. You know what I mean? Cosines. The Cosines. And it's spelt, it's spelt like the math thing so c-o hyphen s-i-n-e-s and i don't know what sign is in in, in, I, in like maths. I know but that I like yeah and she changed i don't know what the inspiration was for her changing the name from client to king maybe it was to bold appeal move for a little teenager. bold move but it's very like a teenager thing i'm gonna change my name <laughs> i am not carol anymore i am the carol king i'm susan <laughs> so yeah so she she and paul simon are making records for 25 dollars a session just get in. Her first official recording was the promotional single The Right Girl, released by ABC Paramount in 1958, which she wrote and sang to an arrangement by Don Costa. Don't know who Don Costa is, but that's where the coffee shop comes from. Nice. <laughs> Love that. Uh, would you like to know a fun fact? Always. Neil Sadaka. Mm. Do you know Neil Sadaka? I know the name. Musician. Wrote uh, the Captain and Tennille song Love Will Keep Us Together. Love will keep us together. <laughs> but he's like a 50s, 60s, wrote loads of songs. Nice. Brilliant. He uh, dated Carol King when, she was, when he was uh, still in high school. Oh, and nice. he had a hit in 1959 oh. with O Carol. Now I've loved oh. that song for years. And oh, she is the Carol. She's Carol. Wow. Oh, I love it. If you ever get a chance, <laughs> Neil Sedaka, O Carol. Brilliant. Oh. Love Neil Sadaka. Check it out. You just join in the ducks. So that was incredible. Anyway, uh, after high school, she attended Queen's College where she met Jerry Goffin. Remember the name. Who was to become her songwriting partner. They later married and quit college when Carol became pregnant and they got steady jobs and wrote songs in the evenings. What an idyllic lifestyle. (laughs) Just quitting. We got pregnant. Let's just go get some jobs. And we'll just write some songs. It wasn't the depression anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was the swinging 50s. Beautiful. Um, so she, she's writing songs with, uh, with Jerry. Uh, after writing, <laughs> very casually, after writing the Shirelles Billboard Hot 100 number one hit, <laughs> Will You Love Me Tomorrow? As you do. Uh, by the Shirelles, which was the first number one hit by a black girl group, Goffin and King gave up their daytime jobs to concentrate on writing because they'd hit gold and they were like, well, we might as well do this full time. So that's just one of the songs they were writing in the evening. Writing in the evening, hard day at work. Kids screaming. Kids screaming. And just being like, hey, I've had this thought. Will you still love me tomorrow? Beautiful. Number one. First number one hit by a black girl group. Incredible. There you go. We've all History. been busy this week. Any of us got Billboard number ones? Exactly. 
What's your excuse? No. <laughs> What's your excuse? Yeah. We don't have the talent. That's what the excuse is. <laughs> That's it. We don't have a perfect pitch. I don't have an evening free. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't have Jerry Goffin. That's my problem. <laughs> or Carol King. Um, moving into the funky 60s. Mm. Mm, nice. uh, during the 60s with King composing the music and Goffin writing the lyrics the two I don't know I'm off the two wrote <laughs> a string a string of classic songs for a variety of artists non-stop uh, non-stop King and Goffin were also the songwriting team behind Don Krishna's Dimension Records which produced songs including get a load of this list <laughs> get a load of this get a load of this they produced songs including Chains, which featured on the Beatles' Please Please Me debut album. Fantastic. Brilliant. The Locomotion. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Um, Keep Your Hands Off My Baby, both of which for, for their babysitter, Little Eva. And It Might As Well Rain Until September. Am I right in saying The Locomotion was covered by Kylie, I think, later on in the years? I think it was Kylie. It was covered by some Australians. In the 80s. Probably. In the 80s, yeah. I think it was. Good song, like great song um uh, yeah so um it might as well rain until september king recorded that herself in 1962 and it was her first success uh, which charted at 22 in the u.s and number three in the uk where it was her all-time greatest hit um king recorded a few follow-up singles in the wake of september but none of them sold much and her already sporadic recording career was entirely abandoned oh albeit temporarily, dun, dun, dun. by 1966. Because when those four lads from Liverpool are rocking the charts, you're not going to do much. You're know, like, hey. So she was intimidated. Yes. Right. Yes, she was. Did you say she wrote one of their songs? Uh, well, she wrote a song called Chains, which they, they then covered. Um, oh. George Harrison sings it beautifully. Mm. Are you trying to say that the Beatles are only the Beatles because of Carole King? I think, I, listen, I, I might be inclined to agree. Some no. people are the unsung heroes. Absolutely. Unsung hero. Yeah. And I think Carol King. And particularly her husband, clearly. Jerry. Mm. Is a very unsung hero. Well done, Jerry. Absolutely, just... Jerry Goffin. Uh, they did get divorced at some point. Oh, anyway. Uh, before the, before maybe that's the why album we're listening to. Before the album, yeah, before the album we're listening to. Um, other songs <laughs> of King's early period, which is through 1967, include, and get a load of some of these songs, <laughs> include Halfway to Paradise, uh, Tony Shut Orlando, up, recorded by Billy Fury in the UK, <laughs> Take Good Care of My Baby, she wrote that. Was that for the babysitter as well? That was for Bobby V. Oh. Um, up on the roof for the Drifters. I'm into something good for Earl Jean, later recorded by Herman's Herbert. Something tells me I'm into something. Something tells me I'm into something good. That was beautiful. Thank you. Grand Jay's a holy Sorry, very sweaty hands. We just have that. Because that was <coughs> sensational. Um, one fine day, one fine day for the chiffons, and Pleasant Valley Sunday for the monkeys, inspired by their move to the suburban West Orange, New Jersey. Mm. Uh, also, she wrote, and we know these ones, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman for Aretha Franklin. Beautiful. Uh, the duo also wrote several songs recorded for Dusty Springfield, including mm. Going Back and mm. Some of Your Lovin'. Uh, and that was the 60s for King. Absolutely smashing it. A just busy, busy decade. She was just like, you want a hit? Have another one. Oops. Here's another hit. Oh, look, what just fell out of my head? A hit. I Incredible. heard a fact about her, that Go she's on. the most um, successful female songwriter of the 60s. Fair. But that is, that is an acclaim. That is an acclaim. Title, uh, yeah. An absolute acclaim. Because there's some, yeah. 
just incredible music happening and she's massively a part of that and we don't know that we talk we do bang on about the beatles we do we don't bang on about Cara king no you know what I mean? no no do you get a lot if you wrote a song i know obviously you get credit but do you get a lot of financial <laughs> i think in <laughs> the thought, 60s yeah. probably yeah. not i'm not gonna lie probably not in the 60s i know that like in the 40s and 50s you had tin pan alley which was this alley in uh, i think it was new york where a lot of like singer songwriters uh, songwriters in particular just churned out song after song neil sadaka was kind of one of them just churned out song after song for people and there was literally like 100 songs in a month or whatever and they just sell them out and, and that became it became quite a business i imagine she's doing all right in the 60s yeah she's not poor by the 70s like this album, I bet she's like raking it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Absolutely mm. raking it in. Yeah. And it was the 70s where she started to record her own albums again. Um, at the start of the 70s, she started with Writer. That was a, a debut kind of album. Um, and that leads us after Writer to Tapestry, which we're mm. going to talk about now. Does each Fantastic. one have a, a skill? <laughs> oh, imagine. Reader. Woodworker. <laughs> Stonemason. <laughs> That doesn't. If we had a Carol King covers band, not that we do. A Carol King that covers band. That's really quite a tongue twister. Well, Carol King for me is a tongue twister by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair, fair. She got Carl King. Carl King. Gaga. But uh, they would be, you know, that'd be some of the. It's not a, like a parody. Mm. Not ra- rather yeah. than like. A, anyway. Anyway. Would you like to know some other albums that came out in nineteen ninety-one? There's some big ones, I'm sure. There are Led Zeppelin four. In fact, we've looked that, at most of them. Yeah. Uh, Hunky Dory, David Bowie. Great album. Remember doing that? Trash. Still listen to it? It was, it was fantastic. It was great. great it's got changes on it. <laughs> right. This one. I need a moment to, you know, get ready. Mm-hmm. to call. Blue by Joni Mitchell. <laughs> one of the greatest albums of all time. Brilliant. Come on. This one. Mm. Who's next by The Who? <laughs> we looked at that one, too. Throw up at my mouth. LA Woman by The Doors. Ram by no Paul one. McCartney. Ugh, love it. And Linda McCartney. Uh, what's going on? Marvin Gaye. Love it. Imagine John Lennon. Imagine. Uh, Pearl, Janis Joplin. The Yes album by Yes. There's so many. Oh, Histoire de Melody Nelson. Serge Gainsborough. Uh, that is one of the greatest albums of all time. That's, that's, that's the a statement. greatest albums of all time. And it came out this year. Fantastic. There's a, a we're not even. Oh, not even done. Sounded so done. We're sounded, not even done. Sounded so done with it. The end, thank you. Yeah, we get it. It's busy. <laughs> There's a riot going on. Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, yeah. Remember doing that? I do, yeah. Did you do that? Did I didn't. You didn't do that. Oh, no. did I? I don't think so. I think it was it was pre Jazz Expert. <laughs> it was it was pre revolution. Pre pre the good times. Mm. That was the depression. That's what I was. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I was the marriage at the end of the depression. <laughs> okay. Nielsen Smilson. Harry Nielsen. I got that album for Adam on yeah. vinyl. Very good album. Have you listened to it? Yep. It's good. Uh, have you listened to yep. it? <laughs> it's a good album. It's good, you know. Jeez. I like it. There was a look in your eye. Wasn't sure. Uh, yeah. So a lot of great albums there. Well, great. Busy time. Well, this is, you know, we talk about 67 being mm-hmm. like a, a year that is jam-packed. Big boy year. But this is like, this is pretty much. People needed those yeah. four years to, to write some good stuff again. I bought, <laughs> I bought an album specifically with songs from 1971. It was like a special vinyl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was like, a cel- I think it came out in 2021. It was celebrating like 50 odd years uh-huh. since 1971. This great, or 60 years. 
and celebrating this great year of music. And it's got some big boy hits on it. Mm. So, yeah. Some big boy hits. And this album that we're going to look at, Tapestry, is pretty much at the top of that list. <laughs> Definitely. Pretty much at the top. It's a, it's a big boy. It's a big boy. So we're going to take a break, and mm. then we're going to talk more about Tapestry. Nice. Fantastic. So we're going to talk about Tap Street, which is the second studio album by American singer-songwriter Carol King, like Adam said. Uh, released in 1971 on Ode Records, it was produced by Lou Adler. The lead singles from the album, It's Too Late, I Feel the Earth Move. Great songs, right? Mm. Uh, and it spent five weeks at number one on both the Billboard Hot 100 and Easy Listening chart. Tapestry has been certified. How many times do you think? Oh, I actually, I know ta- the answer to this one. Oh. <laughs> How many times platinum, Grace? I think I know the number. Four. Fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen, Fourteen times platinum. It's a big one. It's a big one, wow. and has sold an estimated thirty million, thirty million <gasps> copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling albums of all time. Carol in 2000, it attained number 74 in Colin Larkin's all-time top 1,000 albums. Nice. Congratulations. Well, if, if Colin says it. <laughs> oh, Colin. <laughs> it was ranked number 25 on Rolling Stones. We're at number 25. Woo! Isn't that crazy? Love well, that. I love how I had to read Wikipedia to find <laughs> out. Uh, on Rolling Stones' uh, top 500 greatest albums list. Uh, Tapestry won four Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. Madness. She also won Best Female Pop Vocal. <laughs> Good fact. Come on. She's, she's, What's she is getting it. She is absolutely getting it. Smash it. it. So uh, King wrote or co-wrote all of the songs on the album. That, that alone is the craziest thing mm. about this album. Mm. She wrote or co-wrote every song on this album. She doesn't need anyone else. She don't need no one. Yeah. Two of which had been hits for other artists, such as Aretha Franklin's You Make Me Feel, Like a Natural Woman, and the Shirelles' Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Mm. Uh, King's ex-husband, Jerry Goffin, wrote the lyrics to three of the songs. James Taylor. Boo. Sweet baby James. (laughs) Adam likes James Taylor. Don't mind him. I don't like him. Any opinions? Can't really say I do. There we go then. Uh, he for me is like what the who are to Adam. Oh wow! I don't wow! Know, I really I just really deep, can't stand them. Deep set. Really just now that you framed it that way, I, I get it. <laughs> Doesn't need explanation. Just fair. He's like the boomer of all boomers in music. You know what I mean? Oh. But he's not like rude about it. But he's just annoying. You know, he's just like. I feel like I've not heard much. Well, there you go. his version of "You've Got a Friend." You got a friend. That's creepy voice. It sounds like. That's I don't know why I don't like. You know, just some people have a face you just want to punch. Mm. He's got one. Mm, do you know feel what I mean? that. But he was a handsome man. Oh. I don't, see. No, I don't agree with that. I've oh. seen a video of him playing. I think you've got a friend, and Old it's in the seven, young. young. He's oh, in the seventies, and he's got long hair, yeah, yeah. pedo mustache. Yeah. Um, Weird. He's a, and he's a bit thin looking and a bit sick looking. And just like, oh, mate, you just need to be a they good all mate. Were there, but, but then, you know. They were all just. Cocaine. Yeah, they were all just on cocaine, basically. <laughs> all this massive That'll cocaine. It'll, it'll get you. Anyway, James Taylor, who encouraged King to sing her own songs. So, here he is. 
uh, and who played on Tapestry, you can actually hear his vocal on this as well, mm. uh, had a number one hit with You Got a Friend. Later in 1971, two songs were co-written by Tony Stern, It's Too Late, and Where You Leads. What do we think about the album? Tapestry. Grace, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Um, I don't think you can not like it. I don't think you'd not like anything Carol King does. Mm. Anything? Anything. I think as a human being, don't know anything about her. Can't say I've Googled her. But she just comes across. She loves fair, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the fair thing, and that's it. She's a massive fair wearer. It's just... <laughs> But like she, she loves <laughs> veal too. Just <laughs> but she's just in the background writing songs to people. Mm. She's not trying to steal the limelight. She but she deserves the limelight. She then. deserves it. No, I mean it's perfect pitch four year old. <laughs> yeah, deserves her time. <laughs> and she got it. This is a fun album. Mm-hmm. It's a light. It's a breezy album. Even mm. when some of the tracks lyrically are more kind of reflective, mm. sadder tone. It's still an easy listen. Yeah. Summer album fillers. Can't lie, Carol. Wow. You've done some album fillers. It's all right. But it's all right, though. I'm not mad at the album fillers. Okay. I'm not skipping. They're good quality fillers. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Killer fillers. It's like a a pop version of Nora Jones. (laughs) But my opinion of Nora Jones, not yours. I bet Nora Jones loves this, though. Yeah. I bet she does. It's probably her inspiration. I bet she was trying to be She was like, I want that. But jazz. That's what she said. I want that, but rubbish. <laughs> Shut up. I want that, but I want it to send me to sleep. You know? So anyway. <laughs> I want that, but really pretentious. <laughs> um, but right. You don't just win like all these, all these awards. Song of the year, record of the year, album of the year, and best female pop vocals. True. Because you're just doing a little bit here and there. Absolutely. You win. Because you're flipping great. Because you're top of the pyramid. Because you're absolutely smashing life. Yeah. yeah. Sensational. Now, vocals. Mm-hmm. She's not my best. She's not, she's not my favourite. Okay. But in the mix, right, because her vocals are weak. <laughs> okay. As in... She doesn't have the strong, strong voice. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. She's, she's no Aretha Franklin. Do you think it suits... It changes the but tone it, of the songs, though? It absolutely it does. You've yeah. got a friend. Weak. Not weak, not weak. Like, weak, comfortable, like soft, delicate, delicate, oh, delicate, see, right. but also comforting and, and yes. warm. Yeah, and it's the vibe of the album. Right, right. It's not like oh, this is out of place. I fully agree. So the, the vibe of the album is weak. No, the vibe of the album is, is like <laughs> sorry, mellow. Right, okay. you can live. Perfect. Yeah, so Adam, I like wimpy. <laughs> no go. On. But the way that it's produced and mixed, mm. the vocals are right up there in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just so it doesn't sound bad. It sounds great. Everything is in its proper place. Everything is clean, but still 70s. It's clearly in the 70s. Okay. But it's not gross Beatles. You know how I hate how that's produced. Mm, yeah, well, that was the 60s. <laughs> but, like, it's not gross. But I think... It's also, the Beatles wasn't gross. I think <laughs> the as- shame it has a definite folk aesthetic. It does. Mm. But... But I think that's more 60s. purposeful than, like... It wasn't, like, crap equipment. It was just... But like five, okay. but like five years here does make the world a difference. Like, yeah, yeah. like if you listen to, I mean, even ten years, it's just technology is moving like a rapid. Mm. Yeah, absolutely rapid. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, solos, solos, left, right, and centre, all over this. Mm. 
everyone, it, and it's switching between instruments every five seconds. <laughs> You've got a bar there. No, you're done. You've got a bar there. <laughs> Everyone's got a solo every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. But I love it. It keeps it fresh. It does keep it fresh. You're not like, oh, this guitar solo's been going on for seven years now. We're done. You're like, oh, someone else is playing. Mm. It's great. There are so many well-known <laughs> songs mm. on this. So many. And so many that I didn't realise that she did. I had no idea that she did You've Got a Friend. Mm. No idea that she did Where You Lead. Mm. What's going on, Carol? Doing everything. <laughs> Carol's clearly the backbone of musical mm. society. <laughs> that and is I right. had no idea. Um, so absolutely everything sounds great. Mm. There's not one that I was like, oh, you could have taken that out. It's a bit questionable. Sure, sure. I wasn't skipping any. I would listen to the whole thing again. Mm. Even the ones that other people that she wrote for other people and mm. now she's like done them herself in this album still stand up even though they're like completely different. Yeah. The um, You Make Me Feel is completely different to Aretha Franklin's version. Yeah. But it's like you don't, you don't even compare them because they're, the way that Carol does it is brilliant. This soft little like I th- Carol so version. I, I think it's better. Uh, Do you think it's better? I think it's better. I really prefer it. But it's a whole different vibe, isn't it? Yeah. A it's a different different vibe, vibe yeah. But it's got a more of a sensitive, like, I don't know, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's more intimate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get Which that. I guess is the point of the song, really. Mm. It's it's great. I love it. Fantastic. Love it. So, big Carol King fan. Mm. Come on. Big fan. What do you think, Adam? Pretty much agree with everything. Mm. I think, you know... This album sounds really good, mm. like sonically, like you were saying about it's not, it doesn't have that horrific like wall of sound, Phil Spector sound, good. that had happened, you know, throughout the sixties and sort of towards the end. It's it's just a good sounding album, like you say. Her voice, it's a very comforting, lovely voice. Mm. Um, not not the best, I, I agree, but it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be because it's in this folky aesthetic. And she's not trying to be. You know what I mean. She's, Bob Dylan doesn't have the best voice, but when he sings Lay Lay Delay, He's I like him. Is it? Yeah. I love Lay Lay Delay. Is it? Lay Lay Delay. Wow, yeah, that's, that's my favourite Bob Dylan song. I think. Wow. Yeah. Because it, it's That's Bob. the weirdest vocal as well. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Whatever the lyrics are. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Carragher brilliant. Um, the opener, Feel the Earth Move. It's so dynamic. It goes quiet, it goes loud, it goes, it's just brilliant. Her piano playing is so dynamic. Her it? piano playing is incredible. Is her playing the piano on this? Yeah, it's like her <sighs> voice and the piano are like so connected. Mm. They like, oh, they just... There's a little bit of a vibe of uh, on this song, on, on that song, um, Feel the Earth Move. I get, it turns into a little bit of a jam session, but mm. I get a good way, not disjointed, like we all know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to, there's a few bars where it's blank. Just yeah. do, do what you want. Mm. But it works, and because she's so brilliant... Um, yeah she's like just a brilliant songwriter the lyrics are beautiful the melodies are thoughtful and just so lovely on the ear Mm -hmm. just just great Um, songs like Will You Love Me Tomorrow Uh, so the version recorded by the Shirelles is great but but the King version is better it's way better King version the King and like you said it changes the tone it's got that intimate Mm. yeah this album feels a little bit like it's a tapestry and like the quiet, intimate songs are just like a, it's almost like someone just coming up to you and just be like, hey, I've got something to tell you. But you know that song, like, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? It's like, oh, we're in love, mm. but there's still a little doubt. You mm. know what I mean? 
And the other Shirelles is just so produced. So poppy. And mm. It's so poppy and produced. There's like, sha-la-la. Yeah, yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't need your sha-la-las. Yeah, yeah. When it's like, but there's actually like that doubt that she gets across mm. so well. Mm. And it's slow. And it's like, mm. I just thought. Yeah. That's it. I do think she brings more emotion. Emotion is what it is. Yeah. If you've written the song, I guess, of course you will, because you've written it. Exactly. But, but yeah. yeah. It's just brilliant. Just and Joni, it's just great. And Joni Mitchell on backing vocals on that song as is well. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, get me back on that. Which is I'm great. <laughs> and it's just, and even that when like, so the Chevelles, like you said, it's overproduced. Well, not overproduced. It's very heavily produced and it's very poppy. And there's like three did or four. Did produce that? It sounds like it did. I, he, he didn't do that one. I don't think because oh, yeah. he did. Um, oh, or did he? No, he did. Be my baby. Be my, be my oh, baby. Which is, part, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, but just the even when she so the Shirelles there's like four or five of them or three of them however many there are and it like it's very loud and popping and produced but even when Carol brings in backing vocals it's nice it's like a little two person conversation or three person it's like oh it's just it's just a different vibe and the slow tempo helps with that and, and so and obviously the hair connection to the song mm. just love it um I'm going to go on record here saying perhaps she's one of the best and most underappreciated songwriters mm. of the 20th century. Mm. Full stop. You know, her finger, like you said, backbone of music. Mm. Her fingerprints are all over the 60s, yeah. 70s, mm. and a little bit of the 50s with Neil Starker. Like, just, she's everywhere. And she's just humbly getting by. And she's just getting by. And it's, and I think Can more you- people could do with recognizing. Mm. Can you think of a less appreciated songwriter that's as good as Carole King? I'm not sure I can. There's this little guy called Paul McCartney. Don't know if you've heard of him. There's a little duo <laughs> called John and Paul. But except no. for them. They, they took the credit for everything they did. But they, well, speaking of that, like George Harrison, you could potentially say oh, he's yeah. not he's not the most underappreciated because people, I think, do recognise his, his significance. Mm. But I think maybe people don't give him the credit as a songwriter. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's up there with Carol King. I think Carol King's ahead of him. Steps mm. ahead. Steps ahead, just... Oh, I think it's going to be close, you know, between them. I don't know. George Harrison's incredible. Like, but and he's not doing bits for the people not talking about it. He's like, oh, I wrote 70 million songs. They're the best. No, nah, George, George Harrison's not doing that. No. Paul and John, George Harrison's not doing But yeah. But, yeah, but, maybe Carol King is. I think Carol King is just, she's just, it's a whole different vibe, isn't it? So, it is. So yeah, so I, I mean, I'm downloading this album. Yeah. It's going in rotation. That's right. It's, uh, yeah. Incredible! It's a real good chill out album. I, I think I need to listen to some of their other stuff as well because mm. I imagine it's just as good. Yeah, so absolutely brilliant. What I want to hear though as well, all the famous songs that she wrote, I want to hear like those demos. I want to hear those. Mm. I want to hear hair versions of them. Yeah. If they brought out like a super deluxe box set of this, mm. I would be all over it. Fair, kind of like fair. what they do with the Beatles stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> do with all that stuff. Yeah, it'd be good. But um, I hot take. I think she peaks here and it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't get better. It it, it doesn't stay the same either. It's a little bit downhill from here. Wow. But but it's hard when you're this on top. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. is like... And being on top. Yeah. I I think this is one of the greatest albums. Like, this is what I got into this podcast for. Nice. Is albums like this. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) And the the vibe of this, this makes me want to get a bath, you know. I was like... It's bath music. It's bath music. Light a candle. Honestly. And you wouldn't even know if Nora Jones came on. <laughs> Slip a little more in it. You would feel the pretentious spirit. <laughs> She's just in the room. She wouldn't have to do anything. 
I I found um, something about this album that I really love. I love love songs that are about like wanting and waiting and mm. like you know what I mean. So like so far away. Mm-mm. Like let me let me just read you the opening. Oh lyrics. come on, come on, live it. So far away, doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? No. That's. That's I all I need, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh. isn't that a great line? Oh, God, I'm going <laughs> to cry. God, that's lovely. Oh. But also really sad. That's so sad. Mm. Yeah, it's so like, far away. Why doesn't anyone stay in one place anymore? It's so simple, oh. but so beautiful. So I just loved I listened to this album straight after our last record. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I you should be there. Well, I wasn't listening to Patti Smith anymore. So, you know. Fair. And um, I was like, whoa, this is... <laughs> This is am- amazing, just yeah. amazing, and I I love everything. Everything on the album is like gold dust, I think. Mm. And it, like you're right, not everything is amazing, mm. but even the filler tracks are like, yeah, way mm. better than anyone else's. So each musician is like top tier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And in like that 1971 thing, I think this is top of that list. You know, I wow. mean, I mean, blue. When we get to blue, that's gonna be a close. But I think this is better than imagine. Yeah, I think it's better than Ram. Yeah, I think it's better than Who's Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, when we get to Marvin Gaye, we're, we're gonna have to listen to that later down time. But uh, just an amazing album, just really, really great. Um, what was? Oh, we don't do ratings yet. We shall, can. Shall we do ratings? Now? We can start podcast, Matt. Do it. Uh, should we do ratings? Let's do ratings. Grace, what would you rate it? Sutton High, right? Four point nine, four point eight. I knew you were gonna do this. I was thinking the same. 4.8. I think I'm going to go 4.9. Oh. Do you know what? The reason I asked is because I thought we were going to get... Fives across the board. Fives across the board. Because <sighs> I don't think it gets much better, you know. Oh, I don't know. It'd have to be truly I sensational. It, I think it can get better, <laughs> but it's exceptional I still. I don't think it can get better, you know. <laughs> You're about to be disappointed. I think this will next. go in my Hall of Fame, though. Yeah. yeah. I think this will go in my Hall of Fame. That's fair. Is that the first one you've put That's in? That's my there? first one. No, uh, no, Aretha went in. Oh, Aretha, of course, yeah, Aretha. <laughs> Obviously. Fair, fair, fair. Obviously. I, I'm giving, would you put this in a Hall of Fame? I don't know whether I've got many spaces left in well, my I'll album. tell you what, you can put as many we at this rate. Oh, then yeah, 100%. 100% goes in. Because there's been so many bad, it's kind of like, well. Mm. Yeah, it's true, it's true. It would go in a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would go in my Hall of Fame. Yeah, 100%. I'd give this five. I think it's fair. Amazing. It's a very high scoring yeah. album. Is this the highest scoring album then? It must be up there. I think there. it probably is. We don't normally agree on a lot. No. This is 14 points. Eight, no. F- I don't know. Nine. 14. Someone do the math. Eight, seven. Eight. 14.8. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. Oh, unbelievable it. album okay, I'm just really really great <coughs> this will be listened to again mm. and again tell you what though I, mm. this, this, this is one of the albums that if I was to have kids in the future I'd be very excited to show them no, I mean, mm. do you ever think about that mm. I don't know whether you do yeah. this might just be me but like ah, oh, I really want to share this album with someone mm. I think like someone who doesn't know much about music yeah. this is an album I'd share with them nice call you good Carol no. Or King. King, though. King for a girl. Oh, imagine. <laughs> Whew, that's breaking down some barriers. King Courtney. King, King Courtney. <laughs> Co- Courtney Jackson, probably. <laughs> Do you know what? While I remember, there's one thing I don't like on this album. Oh. And it's really picky. But the 
I think the vocal on the first track yeah. is too compressed. Oh, okay. I feel the earth move is like. I feel the earth. Yeah, and it's too high in the mix. Like, you didn't say it was too high, but I, it's like. Okay. But then I was like, oh, if it's all like this, I'm going to think it's badly recorded. But then it isn't. It like mm. softens down. There's nice reverb on the vocal. Mm. But like, first one, I was like, oh. I wonder if someone different did that. Who decided that? But anyway. Great. There we go. Fantastic. Well, we're going to take a break and then we are going to talk about the album that we're comparing it to, which is Paramore's latest album. Mm. This is why. Fantastic. Welcome back. This is why is the sixth studio album, hard for me to say, sixth studio album uh, from American rock band Paramore, released on February the 10th, 2023 through Atlantic Records. It is the f uh, first album since, well, in six years, since After Laughter, uh, as well as their first album to feature the same lineup as its predecessor. Mm. That's mad, that, you know? mad. The first album to feature the same band as the time before. And that's something, just as we get on to it, that I don't like about Paramore, you know, that they just... They're always bickering. Mm. They're always fighting. Mm. You know, it's like yeah. Pink Floyds. I don't, I'm not into mm. them because they can't sit still. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. can't just get on in a room. Do you not think, though, that helps? <laughs> because then the band becomes something more than just its members. It becomes like a living thing that changes and evolves and grows. No, and then no, you get different nice things like After Laughter, which was this poppy whatever mm. album. And, and then their first album, which was just pure... Just a thought. I don't know. I quite like it. I don't <clears> like it. They're quite bitchy. Yeah. Oh, and whiny <laughs> the likes mm. I don't think they are from California but they got that Southern California whine about them they're um, you know they've so. got an entitled Nashville aren't they are they Nashville? yeah 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 they've oh. got an entitled vibe about them okay. Hayley does I think <gasps> yeah my band get out anyway fantastic <laughs> well there were three singles from this record uh, the background is that when they released their fifth jam it saw the return of um, drummer follow my drummer Zach Farrow, mm. who's a great drummer. Great Zach. drummer. He's back. Zach's back. Zach's He's back. Zach's back. Who had left the band in 2010. Mm. The band toured and supported that album uh, throughout the next year. Uh, following the conclusion of After Laughter Tour, the members of Pamela took a break from writing and recording music for the, um, and worked on other things, basically. Uh, Discussions about the sixth album began in 2020 while Williams was promoting Petals of Armour. Did we look at that? We did. Didn't like that either. Really. Was not good. Well, did you like it? It didn't stand out to me. No. But I, had, I did see a, tea -talk, tea -talk, a TikTok recently about... Um, mm, a TikTok. A TikTok. A um, about the, the background behind that album. Mm -hmm. And as she wrote it, because after she broke up with... Um, uh, what's her name? Some singer from Newfound Glory. Oh. She was married to, divorced from him. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I love Newfound Glory. Big fan. I wish I could remember any song to sing. <laughs> <but I> can't, <laughs> can't remember. Uh, there you go. So, Williams hinted that the band's next album would be more guitar-driven, stating, we found ourselves listening to a lot of older music that we grew up being inspired by. Mm. She further commented on the sound of the album being like Block Party, which is not something to be proud of. Uh, from day one, Block Party was a number one reference because there was such an urgency to their sound that was different to the fast punk and pop punk or the like 
loud wall of sound emo that was there in the 2000s. Do you know what? Block Party were nowhere near as good as those sounds. Do you think? Do you think they were? I can't really say I ever no. listened to Block Party. No. Couldn't care less about them. Do you know what I mean? I say saying, oh, here, see this great thing. I'll go for second best. Yeah. You see that great podcast? I'll go for the two, 210th best podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, in January 2022, the band confirmed they had entered the studio to work on their sixth album. And here is the album. What did we think of it? Grace, what did you think? So I, in my youth, big fan of Paramore. Mm. Went to see them in concert. Jealous. I sold my ticket, you know. You sold it. I never got to go. Just decided I didn't want to go. I'm an absolute loser. It feels like, I think we've talked about this, but everyone in Liverpool seemed to go to that everyone, concert. the same one. 2014. Yeah. Um, but I was obsessed with Zach Farrow. Is it? Like, I was like... Wholly believed that he was the best drummer in all existence ever. Fair. The reason I started playing drums. Mm. Exceptional. Okay. Exceptional. I would put on Paramore, I'd put my headphones on, on. and I'd play a Paramore song, and I'd be like, pretending I could play along. Amazing. It is right. Um, but I think he's sick. Mm. And when I went to see him concert, I think I've said this so many times, he didn't stop playing. <laughs> As the song finished, and Haley's doing like the it's, spiel, talking to the crowd. He's like feeling in the background. Isn't that what every drummer's like? Pretty much. Just can't stop. But like, Try to tune my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a tuning pedal, it's fine. <laughs> but, it's the principle. <laughs> but just sick, Zach Farrow. So I'm glad he's back. Go yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, Zach. Because the worst thing that ever happened to them Welcome was Zach. Welcome back, Zach. Oh. That was the worst thing. Worst that, thing? that was the beginning of the end for them. Fallout was Zach. Well. You've done it now. You made your bed. I think the Sick. worst thing they did was the slut-shaming lyrics Sick in Misery that. Business. That's they, what I they, think. They stopped yeah. singing it for a little while, but now they sing it again, you know. No, they don't care. They're, now they're, okay. they're like, listen, it's not really misogynistic. Just get on with it. Are they, are they saying it's been enough time? Time's I don't know. They're just like, you know what? It's funny. Screws. They kind of said, well, that's what we said. So that's yeah. what we said. But I think that's what they've gone for. They, I think they were shamed. Yeah, yeah, I think so. For, and that's why they stopped it. And then I think after a few years, they were just like, they stopped I don't, caring, don't right? care now. Mm. Mm. Sing it because the bop. Mm. <laughs> um, but for me, Brand New Eyes was the last great Paramore album. Okay, yeah. The one with the butterfly. The one with the butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we all agree on that? Um, it is and well, no, I liked. I love After Laughter. I think oh, After Laughter is brilliant. I did like it actually. It's oh. so different, but I I think it's beautiful. Mm. As an album, Rose Tinted Boy or whatever it is, Rose Tinted. Great. Still into you? Was that on the album? No, that's on the, the one subtitle album. Yeah. Subtitle. Well, maybe I'm thinking about <laughs> that. No, I, I really like After Last Night. So I can't, song, actually. can't agree with you. They've had some, they've had some <laughs> singles. You know, they've had some singles. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, for me, Brand New Eyes, the last best album they did. Mm. And I have this weird thing because I don't like the whole, like you were saying, everyone kicking off at each other, falling out. So and so is left. So and so is joined. So and so is coming and going. Fair. Like, pick. <laughs> pick. Do you know what I mean? Have stable emotions, yeah. all right? Yeah. <laughs> Have stable relationships and stable emotions. Yeah. Um, but it makes a good music in a way, so, you know. Don't care. Do, do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, this album is nowhere near as good as things they've done in the past. Can't lie, Paramore. I'm really sorry. <laughs> They're getting on, as as we all are. Right, we all age. Time goes on. And I feel like this. no one. But they're still trying to be the same Paramore that they always have been. They're still trying to do the same music. It's still like, it's still yeah. very similar to like Brand New Eyes, right? It's still, it's just Paramore. Like they're not aging well for me. 
Okay. They're not aging well. But it's kind of like that sound, but with no... It's like a dog with no teeth in it. It's like... Yeah, it's like... It's like they're still trying to do what they were doing, but they're not doing it well. Because times have changed. It's it's not the vibe anymore. And also, the way that songs are recorded now, the whole album actually sounds really clean. And I don't think that's a good thing for them. For uh-huh. this it wants to be grittier. Yeah, it needs to be grittier. But it, I think that's part of the sound. But if they brought out, like, Misery Business Part 20, <laughs> we'd be like, oh, emo sucks, man. <laughs> we don't care about all this stuff. You know, like, we... I mean, I wouldn't be like... Innocent. I mean, it's come back around, which is Yeah, I'd, I'd be into it. But you know what I mean? I think we'd be still be complaining. I don't mm. know. I, don't know. Mm. I hear what you're saying. Though. For me, it's just like trying to teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> Give it a rest. Change mm. your vibe. Uh, originally, I was mad at Arctic Monkeys when they changed the vibe. But actually, I'm like, well, yeah. Oh, they've, they've let's gr- go back. They've grown. They've changed. Paramore, grow up. That's all I'm saying. They're headlining Glastonbury, you know. Well, grow up. It's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's actually not awful, and it's fine. Zach Farrow's back on it, so love that. Yeah, love that. Oh, it's it's always good sounds. She's an exceptional singer. Her vocal oh, yeah. range is unbelievable, unmatched. Unbelievable, like it's actually insane. Yeah, guitars, bass, everything sounds great. Mm. I just think it's a bit like it's nothing new. It's just Paramore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought this is you know sometimes we say oh it's great but it's forgettable. Yeah, mm. that's, that's this it. album. It's just, it's just, just absolutely forgettable. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Adam? I agree. It's um, Paramore of Paramore's first album, Riot. Mm. Incredible. The live version of that album, mm. brilliant. And then the stuff they did for Twilight, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> we can't yeah. lie. Absolutely great song. Absolutely. Can't lie. Brand new app. Brand new eyes. Is that what that mm. album was called? Great. I loved After Laughter because it, it was different and it was mm. a bit of a, <clears throat> a bit of a different move and I really enjoyed that. Mm. This album, I'm glad they're going heavier again because that's good. They're incredibly talented musicians, mm. I do think. Her voice, Hayley Williams' voice, top tier. One of the best female vocalists. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, she's in that category. Mm. Top 10, maybe top 15. Mm. Brilliant. But yeah, it's just a bit... Uh, the market's becoming a bit saturated again with... Mm. with Pop punk and and like it's made a little bit of a comeback thanks to like Olivia Rodrigo and all the kids discovering all those kids discovering it. So like Blink are now doing a comeback, which is great. It's the twenty year thing, the twenty year cycle. You know, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, why we didn't get another Britpop phase, I've got no idea, but hopefully that'll come around. But yeah, so it's it's. So it's a bit of a disappointing album because we all hit up Paramore back. Oh, it's original mm. lineup or whatever, or oh, it's like all of that. Great, it's gonna be great. We might get another Misery Business, which is what we all want. Yeah, and we didn't quite get that. It's not a bad album. It's just passable. It's just forgettable. It's just. Yeah. I don't know what the right thing to do is because like bland bands like Blink, bands like Blink, bland. They are bland. Hey, whoa, Blink's not, <laughs> not bland. Blink. So, <laughs> oh, it is. They do the same thing every year. Yeah. And yeah. we enjoy it, but we go. It's the same thing. Mm. I really like it every year, but but they do it well. But like, say, like Simple Plan or someone or Newfound Glory, they mm. just we haven't listened to them in twenty years because we just know they're bringing out the same stuff. Yeah, Bowling for Soup. That's another one. Oh, just bring out the soup. So good. <laughs> they are good, but we don't bother listening because we're like, well, it sounds like this, but I like this because I was yeah. fifteen when that came yeah. out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but then we criticize these guys for doing something different. 
So mm-hmm. I don't really know what the right thing is for them, but there is no right thing. You just can't win when people sit in the living room <laughs> doing a podcast. <laughs> I am glad they brought out an album, though. I'm glad to listen to it. But it's just forgettable. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, forgettable. Yeah. But yeah. And th- there's no hits. There's no hits. No, there's no single on this. No, I don't think. No, but no. this is why is a bit of a single. And I've seen like clips of them performing it live. And mm. it looks like a bit of a bop live, I will, mm. I will admit. And they're all they dancing. Good. Like they're entertaining live. They're performers. Yeah. They are. But like. Not that I've seen them live. There's not substance to this. <laughs> Rub it in. When I saw them. When I get to see them, no one else did. After our last podcast, mm. Clegg oh, I. said Good friend. on Instagram, nice to hear from you, Clegg, uh, he said that Sam Smith was, guess, his album wouldn't last to any time, oh. but Patty Smith would always stand the test of time. Well, that, I mean, that's but a I, fair comment. I'm not good at keeping up with these comments, man. Sorry, Claire, I miss that. <laughs> but compared, but I think this, that's true about this album, Carol King, all day, every day. Oh, yeah. All day, all day long. Slay. Year after Absolutely. year. Slay. Never gets old. This. Yeah. See you later. It's not yeah. their best. But, but which is a shame because they, as a as a band, mm. can do songs that stand the test of time. We'll still be listening to Misery mm. Business. And yeah. um, you are the only exception. Everything. Break by boring break. Everything. We'll be listening still. to them for mm. decades. Yeah. But yeah, this album, though, don't quite cut it. And the Sam Smith thing, like that. You know, that satanic, unholy song that we... Satanic. I, you know, that I is a bit of a bop, though, isn't it? It's a bop. It's going to last, you know. I can't get it out of my head. Every time you I'm can't, I'm like, you know they, they wrote a great song. And they were, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. And they're, I hate it because it's actually a Mingan song, and I hate that I sing it, but I can't stop. But I don't even think it's that Mingan, you know. I think it's just it's just what it is, you know what I mean? But, but like, it's fine. there are, like, millions of kids watching that mm. just right now, you know what I mm. mean? Carol King didn't get the same thing, you know what I mean? No, mm. True, very true. So I think, I'm not saying that Sam Smith is better than Carol King. No. But I do think the impact, we'll just wait and see. It, it might just be forgotten about in two years. True. But it is like, it's a bit different. But they, they haven't got the same thing here, do you know what I mean? No. No, no, apparently No one seems to really care. Do you know what I wonder about the music industry today? Go on. <laughs> I wonder. So, you know how it's like, it's really hard to actually get anywhere because it, everything's just like, yeah. anytime Dick and Harry's churning things out and you yeah. can't really. Yeah. In one sense, it's a blessing because you can have a song like Unholy randomly get on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And then it just like blows up and you're like, all of a sudden, yeah, great. Yeah. But then it doesn't stick around. Whereas in the 70s, no one would have caught on that fast. Mm. Well, but, took but it sticks. Yeah. Well, when yeah, I, yeah. It, uh, sound old, but when I was a kid and I get an album, that was the ten pounds spending on an album. Yeah, I couldn't mm. go to anything else. That yeah. was it for like the week or two You're weeks. You're gonna get so, your money's worth out of that. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. so if I don't like it the first time, well, I better listen a second time because I got no choice. <laughs> but as now, it's like see you later. Yeah, yeah. The, it's mad the, the 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 culture was even crazier than that. Yeah, it was like I've. I've waited till my birthday for an album, mm. and that's the only album I've yeah. got. Or, you know. like, if you had to listen to something, you could maybe take a day out, go to a record shop and listen to and it listen in the shop. It, yeah. But that, that again, is a whole experience, and I'm staying here through side A and side B, and yeah. I'm not going to mm. move from this little booth because yeah. I've got to hear all this. So, yeah, it is. I, it's mad, and it's different worlds. It's fully different worlds. It's just the throwaway, the throwaway quick culture that we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're bored of a song, you've got to shuffle. Bang! Yeah, yeah. I'm into another decade. Bang! I'm into another genre. Mm. It's just, which is 
great because you've got people discovering. You know, you've mm. got there was a whole trend on TikTok of kids discovering Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. So out of nowhere, just like <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel, this guy's incredible. I out it's, of nowhere, it's amazing. It's a little bit apples and oranges, isn't it? Hundred percent. Who knows what's going to stick and what isn't? Mm. Oh. But um. And that just because something sticks doesn't mean it's better. But just because something's older doesn't mean it's better either. Mm. So, Absolutely. you know, it's just trying to figure it out. Is. But but this album, <laughs> I think we can say. It's not, not really sticking around. It's not tickling the ghost. It's not tickling no ghost. We not haven't. tickling anything. What would you rate this album? But see, it's not awful. No. I'm, I'm going to get just like a 2.5. Yeah, middle of the road. Straight down the middle, yeah. 2.5. I'd go 2.5 as well. Oh. There's nothing wrong with it. No. Yes, we're all agreeing. Everyone's great. They're all great. No offence, Paramore. But just like, do, do that. I'd, yeah. I'd still go see them live. And if they so. perform these songs, I wouldn't be mad. I'd just I hope they would do some of the other ones. Yeah. I'd have a good time. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Easy. Guys. Guys. Mm. It's time to quiz. Ooh, hello. I'd like to quiz. Well, my mama said, quiz me On the other side of town Yes, my mama said, quiz me Cause she didn't raise no clown My icky, bricky heart is asking Begging, pleading you Just to quiz me, baby or I'll be through Let's quiz <laughs> Okay At the moment It's 1-1 one, one, eh? It is 1-1 one, one. Juan, Juan Neck Juan, and neck Juan uh, neck and neck. Isn't that a funny <laughs> saying? Neck and neck. <laughs> neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Comes from horse racing or something. Anyway. Yeah, I think so. Sam. As I mentioned before, mm. this mm. quiz, it's a Carrot King quiz. We're not doing about monarchs. So like, that would be a shout. I should have done that. Um, I don't want to, Who wants to go first? Mm. I've got 10 questions, five mm. each. Should we rock, paper, scissors for rock, it? Rock, paper, scissors for okay. it. Great, great. Right, but rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Thank cool. you. Okay, right. Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, Matt wins it with scissors to paper. Here we go, Matt. Question number one. Come on. For you. What? And by the way, these are all like... I think you're going to ask me what Carol King's real name is. And I'm going to make pure... What is her favourite food? And that's the question. What name was Carol given at birth? I have options. I'll give you the options. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was she named Caroline Joan King? Caroline Joan Klein? Carol Joan Klein. Oh. Carol Joan King. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's hard, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, jeez. I think I'm going for the third option. I can't remember what the third option was. It was Carol Joan King. Uh, Klein. But <laughs> He's a king. <laughs> Carol He's Joan a king. Klein. I don't think she was called Carolyn. That is... Correct? Yes. Carol Joan Klein. Come on. Um, actually, was it correct? <laughs> Hold on. We're not sure if it's correct or not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's correct. Way yeah, One fantastic. and Here we go. Grace. Okay. The Neil Sadaka song, Oh Carol, was written about Carol. 
True or true. false? True. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. It's true. one all. Yes. True. Matt. Fantastic, yes. Which lyricist did Carol marry in 1959? I have options if you want them. Or... No, I think I'm okay. Go on. Jerry Goffin. Correct. Other options were Neil Sedaka, Paul Simon, or Neil Diamond. <laughs> Great. Sweet. So it's two. Is that because he sang Sweet Caroline? Uh, I wonder whether that's about her. <sighs> Everyone loves Carol. This woman's got some magic about her. She gets around. Grace is a bit of a difficult one. Oh, uh, why? Um, I do apologise. Um, but what age? Four. Was Carol? No. When she wrote the Shirelles hit, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Oh, now, let me. I was going to give you. She was born. Just to maybe, I'll give you some options. Can you give me the date of her birth and the date of the hits? Yeah, so she was born in 1942. Yeah. Okay, here are your options. Okay. And it came out in like the 60s. So the options for her age are 32, 27, 17, or 22. When she just wrote it or when she, did she like it? When she wrote it. Can, um, oh, it should be seven. Can this be sent over if, if Grace doesn't get it? Yeah. So, I think I know it. Um, there was 40-something, 20-something, 17, and... Uh, sorry, the options are... 32, 27, 17, 22. I think it's either 17 or 22. It's a good question. Now I've got to just try and work it out. What are you going to say What's she then? doing when she's 17? 22. So it was released in <laughs> yeah, 1960. Hold on. I think she's... Where's the bloody... I think she's 17, you know? Maybe she's 17. And that is my answer. Guys, I can't make it out. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to work out? I don't know what it was written. <laughs> Doesn't say on this quiz. It was recorded in 1960. Well, just take that, you know. So. I think I was right. What did you say? 22. 22, we'll go with that one. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What year was she born? Hold on. She was born in 1942, so 1960 minus 1942. It's 22. I think she wrote it the year before that, so she was 17. The year before 22, she was 21. <laughs> so, 19. it was re released in 1960. She was born in 1942, yeah. which means she was 18 when it was released. Ugh. So how did she write it when she was 17? I think. So Matt gets her out with 17. Yes. 3-2. 3-1? Can I just clarify? Absolutely terrible. That's, that was Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Uh, not, a good, not a good thing. Oh. Bum, Caroline bum, bum. was John F. Kennedy's daughter, who oh. was 11 years old at the time of release. And it's about ne her. Neil Diamond, what are you doing? Yeah. What are the lyrics? Are they... Well, good times it? never seem so good. It's a bit weird. It's so Why are you writing about 11-year-olds? Oh, uh, well, I can't sing that song anymore. Uh, did he ask her to? Did he ask him to? Ask him to what? Did Caroline's dad ask... JFK? Nah. JFK. Not with his head splattered all over that car, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was dead by... He was gone, He was dead by this time. <laughs> Madness? But was he dead? Living in Area 51. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not the conspiracy. It's not like a Did he die? <laughs>
Oh, we saw his brains. <laughs> Next question. Three two to Matt. Come on. Matt. Snooze. Are we sure that Grace has got two right? I'm not sure, but... I think it's three one. But in that... Okay, yeah. Because I'm one ahead. Well, you, know you just mean? got hair... It I been... got two right and then oh. I got Grace's. All right, three, three one. Grace only has one. Okay, right. So th just, this is... This I don't, is... you know, I don't want to... Well, it sounds like you do. Matt. Yes. What was the name Fuck of the one. first solo album that Carol recorded? Was it winter? Again, the choices. Spring, like... summer, or fall? Or writer? <laughs> I think it was writer. Terrible options. Yeah, it, it was writer. Yeah. Freaking messed up. I'm sorry. What age was she when she wrote writer? <laughs> right. Here, here's one for you, Grace. Well, I got that right. We've been singing it. So. That's her middle name. Joan. No, it is, but no. <laughs> The 90, it's 4 one. The 1964 hit, I'm Into Something Good, and I said this before, oh. written by Carol, was a hit for which British band? Oh. Manfred Mann? <laughs> Hermit's Hermit? Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mike and Titch? Or The Tremolos? Sorry, what was the song? I actually didn't listen. That was, um, that was I'm Into Something Good. So that tells me I'm into something good. That song that we sang beautifully. It was. With so, what are the options? so the options are Manfred Mann. <laughs> yes, so just stall out. Herman's Hermit. Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mike and Titch. Or the Tremolos. I actually haven't got a flipping clue. Hermit's Hermit. Yes! Correct. 40. Still going to bring it back. <laughs> Matt. I like that. The nineteen sixty two song Locomotion yeah. became a hit for which mm. Aussie? I'll give you the options. Jason Donovan, Anne Charleston, Natalie Imbruglia, or Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Oh, he's got it. Not being funny, mate. That's five two. Not being funny. I'm feeling funny, mate. It's five two. You can't win this, Grace. I know. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you a really easy one. Thank you so much. To end, who, to end who with this the theme. Song? <laughs> to end with this themed quiz. Simply, which King album featured "It's Too Late"? I'll give you the options. <laughs> Touch this. <laughs> Jesus. Is it called "It's Too Late"? Touch. <laughs> Just wait for the option. Hey, hang on. That was crazy answer. <laughs> I'll give you the option. Go again. So which, which, which King album okay, featured it's too late? Is it Spring, Touch the Summer? Is it Touch the Sky? Speeding Time? Tapestry? Oh. <laughs> or, or Fantasy? It's literally the title of the podcast. We've been talking about it. I've actually, and I've forgotten what it was called. Unbelievable. It is. That's the end of the quiz. You said so many words. Matt, Matt wins. It's 2-1. <laughs> oh, great. I tried to help you there. I'm sorry. Hello. I'd like to quiz. Oh. Well, my mama said quiz me On the other side of town Yes, my mama said quiz me Cause she didn't raise no clown 
my achy break, it hard as asking, begging, pleading you just to quiz me, baby, or I'll be through. Absolutely fantastic. I'm still getting robbed. Absolutely robbed. How old was Carol when she began her period? Absolutely good. You can say that, but you didn't know the name of the album. Uh, We've been looking at for two hours. It's been a long day. We've been chatting for ages. We have been chatting for ages, and it is time to go. But before we go, would you like to know next week's albums? Desperately. Adam, you might want to sit down because right. this it's a big boy album. Oh, it's a big boy don't, album. Don't be telling me it's the Beatles. It's a little known album called Sergeant Pepper's Lonely oh. Hearts Club Band. Sorry, hold on. This high up? 24. Uh, how dare it? It was number one before. It, it I'm very one. glad that it has fallen this far. By an unknown, not very talked about mm. much band called mm. the Beatles. Have you ever listened to Sergeant Pepper's Grace? I. Well, there's a lot of well-known ones. There's a lot of well-known ones. I I think there's going to be... The ones you don't know, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I'd like you... Sergeant Peppers. I'd like you... That's fine. Stupid. I'd like you to have an open mind with the album, please. Thank you. If you could, please. It's really important. I'm going to predict it. (laughs) Grace is going to call this album boring. And she's going to say it's badly recorded. Do you remember this for when we record next? Who produces badly recorded? Who produces? George um, Martin. In a a little rubbish studio called Abbey Road. You know what I mean? Not known for its technical ah. abilities or anything. Well, you know, <laughs> record groundbreaking. My mum's recorded there and she doesn't shut up about it. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I was amazed I got to stand just outside it. Fantastic. <laughs> I've never been. Did you walk I've across the road? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Livy's got some photos of me somewhere walking across it. She's on or she's off? What? Oh, she's on. She's on. It was, it was September. She's on. <laughs> Come on. Yes, she's off. Yeah, she's oh, she's like, off. like Paul. She's off. I thought we were still talking about Livy. I was like... What do you mean Livy's on or off? What, what are we talking about? I thought that, I was like, oh, what do you mean on or off? <laughs> right, sorry. Do you know what we're going to compare it to? Go on. Yeah. From Nothing to a Little Bit More by The Lathams. This oh. is the second time we're going to listen to The Lathams. Uh, excellent. Why have I been calling them The Lathams? I was calling them The oh, Lathams. The Lathams. I don't know. I don't know. But it is spelled L-A-T-H-U-M-S, isn't it? Uh, maybe it is Lathams. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. Mm. Two mm. northern bands. Two northern bands. Northern powerhouses. Oh. Guys... It's been good. It's been great. It's been exceptional. It's been a journey. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Greg. Greg. Nice. Hi, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Nice to have you, Greg. Um, why don't you leave us a comment and mm. leave us a uh, five-star review? Mm, five stars. That's yeah. so helpful. And if so. this isn't your first time, but you've never rated this podcast. I mean, not rated like, I don't rate it, but I listen every week. <laughs> but... Why don't you just give it a little five star? Yeah. It really helps other people like you to find the podcast. Let's crack that 200, folks. Mm. C- <laughs> no, I mean, we're so close. Literally, just 10 places. I need to check that because it's either, I'm a bit dyslexic, but it's either two, 200. 2,000. No, it's either 210 or 201. Okay. So, you know. Loki was hoping you'd say 120. I was like, oh. <laughs> or it's 75. It's 21. Yeah, no, but yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we'll, cool. fi- we'll find out. Oh, I've got it right here. Oh, 201. Whee! Look at that. Flipping it. Let's, let's crack that one 200, folks. We're only, we're only two off. Two off and we're through it. Come on. One off and we hit it. Two off, we're through it. Come, Come on. on. Breakthrough. Fantastic. Oof. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast. 201. <laughs> this is where we Google how many there are, and there's actually only 210. <laughs> there's only 100 podcasts, but we're at 201. Ah, amazing. Right. We're going to go. Mm. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you too. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.